billionaires must pay. They got to pay. They're billionaires. They've got money. It doesn't matter that they've worked super hard to be successful, that they have an amazing business plan. Make them pay because this isn't a capitalist society here in the United States. We're focusing more on socialist business principles, right? Right? No, we're not. 400 politicians worldwide pressed Jeff Bezos, founder and owner of Amazon, to raise wages, pay more taxes. Hmm. Let's check this out. If you're new here, my name's Sean Reynolds. I'm the owner of Summit Properties Northwest, Reynolds and Klein Appraisal. I talk about business stuff. I talk about real estate stuff. If you guys have been here before, thanks for joining again. Let's jump on in. Among signatories to letter are U.S. Reps Elihan Omar Rashida Tlaib. I'm butchering those names. Don't really know how to pronounce them. And the Vice President of the European Parliament. Why is the Vice President of the European Parliament saying, you need to pay your employees more and you need to pay taxes more? This never makes any sense to me. I don't know. Jeff Bezos has been put on notice by 400 politicians worldwide. How about the politicians outside the United States? How about you guys stick to your own countries? I don't know. That's a concept. That's a thing, right? Stay out of the United States business stuff because you don't really belong here. Does Amazon ship stuff worldwide? Yeah, but let our, let our country deal with our own stuff like that. 400 politicians worldwide who are demanding that Amazon clean up its act as a global corporate citizen. That's nonsense. In a letter to Amazon's 56-year-old chief executive, the world's richest man with a net worth of $185 billion, that's all you need to know. They're just going after the richest guy. That's all they're doing. Like, oh, we've got some problems. Tax Amazon. Tax Get that guy. Get that rich guy. The world's richest man with a net worth of $185 billion. The leaders say the world knows that Amazon can't afford to pay its workers, its environmental cost, and its taxes. Isn't Amazon already paying its fair share? I think it is. Look at the taxes Amazon pays. I mean, they're, they're enormous. So, yep, just because you're successful and, um, you know, we've got all these other businesses that are, you know, breaking even, losing money, whatnot, we're not asking them to pay their more than fair share, are we? No, we're just going after the rich guy. We know that Amazon can afford to pay its workers its environmental cost and its taxes, but that the company has dodged and dismissed its debts to workers, societies, and the planet, according to a report in The Independent. Debts to workers? Do we have debts to workers outside of paying them and insuring them and all that other nonsense as a business owner? Do we have debts outside of that? If we do, then Amazon should be paying those outstanding debts. But I don't see any outstanding debts. I don't see any news stories. I don't see any notifications. I think we're just thinking, well, Amazon's making money. They should just pay more. I think that's the general concept here. It's kind of like here in Seattle, tax Amazon. It's a thing. Hey, they're making a lot of money. They've got a great business plan. People are buying stuff from Amazon left, right, and center, willy-nilly, aren't they? Because you're locked down. You don't really want to go to the store. It's, plus, it's more convenient. So because they have a great business model, let's tax them more. That's the general concept. Now, this is a capitalist society. And if they owe more, great, let them pay. But I never, I don't ever really see that. And uh, debts to workers, societies, 
what societies does Amazon owe to? I mean, fill me in. Let me let me know. And the planet. The planet. All right. Does Amazon not recycle some of its shipping materials? Is it creating a footprint that's bigger than other corporations? Well, they do a lot more business than other corporations. Maybe they are bigger. But do they do their fair share? I just say they're, they're just tagging the, the successful business and the rich guy. Protesters outside Jeff Bezos' Beverly Hills home demand living wage wealth tax. Really? You're going to go do that? I mean, okay. That's a, that's a different, uh, different storyline. Um, and I'm reading this from Fox Business. So this is, you know, it's Fox Business. But it's an interesting story. Among the signatories to the letter are U.S. Congresswoman Ilan uh, Omar and Rashida Tlaib and the Vice President of the European Parliament, Heidi Hatala, as well as a number of Parliament members from the United Kingdom and leaders from Turkey, France, and Greece. What are they doing getting involved? I don't know. International politics isn't my thing, but this kind of thing where it's based on business, that just annoys me. They point out that Bezos' wealth has increased dramatically. All right, it's increased dramatically during the pandemic because he had a business model that benefited you know what else has really benefited in the pandemic? Real estate. That's my company. I don't have people saying, hey, you should be paying more. You should be paying your business. Your general industry is successful. You should be paying more. So they're pointing to his wealth has increased dramatically. Well, he can pay for it. So let the rich guy pay for it. I am just not on board with that. Just as a general principle, not because I think he should or shouldn't pay, but because when you start looking to successful companies to shoulder the burden of everybody else who's not successful, hmm, doesn't it take away a little bit out of that incentive for those not successful companies to up their game? I think it does. And this isn't what business principles are, are based on. They're just simply not. You get paid. It's a eat-what-you-kill society business is. And if you don't kill, guess what? You go hungry and you die. We, we, we don't have, oh, hey, he killed more. He should, he should, he should give us some. He, he should give us some. Huh. No, not that, that's not the way things work. But we've got people who are like, oh, this is, this is what we should be doing. They point out that Bezos' wealth has increased dramatically during the pandemic as consumers stock up on essential items and turned online shopping in greater numbers than ever before to avoid getting COVID-19. All right. So now all of a sudden, Amazon is responsible for a whole host of other stuff that other companies aren't that aren't successful. Kind of one-sided, isn't it? it? really is. They want Amazon to raise its worker pay in all warehouses to commit, okay, so that's number one, raise its workers' pay in, in all warehouses. Here's the thing. Amazon pays pretty consistently with what other companies pay their warehouse workers, right? You can get a job in Amazon warehouse all day long. They're not high-paying jobs, but they are consistent employment. People just don't want to work hard, and those are hard jobs. You're physically moving a ton of stuff around do you remember that one, um, I think it was a FedEx commercial, when you absolutely, positively have to have it overnight? That was overnight, shipped overnight somewhere in the world, use FedEx. And I might have that company wrong. I, I might have that totally wrong. 
But I remember that as being a big marketing tool. If you got to have it overnight, use FedEx. Amazon does a lot of their stuff now, same day. And they're shipping big stuff. And we're wildly upset when our Amazon package doesn't come on time or when it's out like 10 days for shipping. Has nothing to do with Amazon, has to do with the shipping chain most of the time. Because Amazon on a lot of this stuff is just a facilitator, right? They collect a fee in, in, in there. They've got an amazing business model. They've changed you know, the way that we do business and the way that a lot of mom and pop stores operate. And people say, oh, this is horrible. This is terrible. Uh, yeah, but things are always changing. And they're changing really super fast. And that's what people are upset about. And tax the wealthy guy. Just, just hammer on that guy because he, he can pay. That's the logic here. All right. So yeah, number one, pay in all where increase workers pay in all warehouses. Uh, if they are underpaying dramatically in their warehouses, if their hourly rate in the warehouses is dramatically under what they should be paying, then okay, I can see that. But I don't see that. I, I look at the ads, the actual ads for Amazon workers in a lot of the job forums. And it's like, okay, that's not a high paying job. But it is a job. And if you want to go work a bunch of hours, you're going to make okay money. Can you get by on that money? Yeah, you can. So pay in all warehouses to commit to zero emissions by 2030. What other industries are we trying to get commit to zero, zero emissions? Is that even a thing? Is are we mandating that all businesses commit to zero emissions by 2030? No, just Amazon, claiming that Amazon's carbon footprint is greater than two thirds of the world's countries. All right, that might be true. But Amazon does more business than two thirds of the world's countries, right? It does. Unfortunately, it's just that big. It's just gotten that big. And to ensure transparency over the privacy and use of its customers data. All right, that's a thing. But I mean, that's ongoing. That's for every business. Be transparent about what you're doing. If you're taking people's information in on the internet, and guess what? You don't have any privacy. Be honest. You have zero privacy. If you've ever bought anything online, if you've ever even gone online, that information gets gobbled up. And people are like, oh, that's what this guy's doing. Oh, he's buying this. Oh, he's going to those websites. Digital age. That's where we're at. That's what's happening. Kind of deal with it. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not trying to be super harsh, but it's like, okay. Um, we want to ensure transparency over the privacy and use of its customers' data. I don't like having my data used against me. All right, let's market all this nonsense to them because I feel like it's a total invasion. But I also realize that's just kind of how this is going to go. And I think you got to be realistic and you got to move on and you got to do what's best for you. So if you don't want to have your data, you know, mined out there, just don't go online. Don't don't do any of that stuff. Just Stay in the Stone Age. See how that works out. Amazon's employees enter dangerous working conditions, enjoy little or not, it says not increase or no increase in their pay, and face retaliation for their efforts to defend themselves and organize their colleagues, the letter states, according to the report. All right. I have followed a bunch of these stories. Here's the deal. Enter dangerous working conditions. Like I go back to the, if you absolutely positively have to have it overnight, use FedEx. Amazon is sending so much stuff that they've got these timelines, these deadlines. They have to ship out a ton of stuff and they are constantly, constantly on the clock. 
All those workers have a schedule and you have a quota to meet. You have to get stuff out. And guess what they're doing? They're carrying heavy boxes. They're moving heavy boxes. They're moving heavy stuff. That's dangerous work. So until you can get robots to replace all these people, you're going to have people in there trying to get this stuff out because that is the flip side to you guys getting stuff shipped to your house same day on Amazon. Some guy might pull a hamstring. Some guy might pull his back lifting that thing up, whatever it is. And yes, their working conditions are, they're difficult, but that's just the reality of that business model. Here in the state of Washington, the Washington um, Security Department, I think it is, increased the um, insurance premiums for Amazon warehouses by 15% because there are more accidents happening and there are more, are more claims happening. That is a storyline. That's a, a real deal because there's more opportunity for people to get work, get hurt in the Amazon warehouses. But until everybody goes, you know what, I can wait for my stuff for a week. It's okay. Then you can let the Amazon workers, the warehouse workers, just take their time, maybe two or three of them get together on a box. Maybe, you know, you have way more guys on an assembly line. You know, it's just this really mellow environment. But the flip side is, is you're not going to get your stuff in time. You're not going to get it as fast as you want. You're not going to get it, you know, prime shipping same day. You're not going to get it next day. You might get it in a couple of weeks, but it's not going to be the way it is. Because in order to ship as much stuff as Amazon does every single day, you're going to have some people get injured. That is collateral damage. I don't see any other way around it. People might argue that, but... That's kind of just a reality in the shipping industry, isn't it? It's just what's happening. They enjoy little or no increase in their pay. It's a job and they do get increases in their pay. They're just not huge. That is the scale of what warehouse workers get. It's not an incredibly lucrative position. It's super hard work. People don't want to do it. They just don't. It's hard. People are essentially lazy in 2020. Nah, I, I, I don't really want to take a job. I know I could get one. Amazon's hiring 100,000 people this holiday season worldwide. 100,000 people. That, think, of, think of that. And if you want to go get a job, you can go get a job. You really can. But for a lot of people, you're like, oh, that's pretty hard. You know, I, I don't really, I'm getting okay unemployment. I, that's, that's not my thing. I don't want to be in a warehouse. All right, that's your choice. But if you do, you can go get a job. You're not going to get a. You're not going to get paid a ton of money, but it's a job. And people kind of forget that that employment's out there. You just got to reach for it. And it may not be fun, and it may be hard. That's what's that's what's going on, or no increase in their pay. All right. I mean, there's always somebody else to take that position. So, workers of the world unite. Yeah, that's kind of actually what we're talking about, right? is we need better working conditions for our slaves. Well, these aren't slaves. These are workers, and they enter into a contract with Amazon to do their job, and here's the wages. So should they get paid more? I mean, maybe, but you shouldn't have people from other countries saying, oh, pay them. They're just trying to hammer on Amazon here. How about facing retaliation for their efforts to defend themselves and organize their colleagues? Well, I've looked into some of these situations, and these workers are wildly disruptive 
to the workflow at Amazon. They're trying to create a bunch of stuff. So I have read these articles. I have watched these news stories on employees of Amazon who are unhappy with how hard they have to work in the warehouse scenarios, in the warehouse situations. They don't like it. They want to get paid more. And they basically organize workers of the world unite again. And they're super disruptive to the workflow at the Amazon warehouses. So guess what happens? They get fired because Amazon's got a business model that does not include time slots for workers of the world unite type stuff. Just it's not in the schedule. So those guys get they get axed and then they get a bunch of press because people are like, oh, Amazon, terrible to their workers, terrible to their workers. Not the case. Job is what it is. Either take it, take don't take it, but don't pull this stuff and then say that Amazon, um, they face retaliation for their efforts to defend themselves. They're not defending themselves and organize their colleagues. Yeah, they are trying to organize their colleagues, and that's why they get fired. I don't know. That's just the way I see it. The, politici- the politicians also take aim at Amazon's tax contributions. All right, now we're getting into tax contributions. This is always a good one because people don't really understand how big corporate tax structure works, and you've always got a division or something that is a lost leader. You've got profitable over here. You've got not profitable over here. You let the accountants figure it out. And guess what? Everybody games the system. But when you have more income coming in, because you are a massive multinational corporation like Amazon shipping all over the world, you got a lot of business structure and people say, oh, they are dodging their tax liabilities. If that's the case, then let's let's get a Senate inquiry into this. I don't think that's going on. Through global tax dodging, you damage the public provision of health, education, housing, social security, and infrastructure, the letter states according to the report. Wow, that is taking a that is taking a wide, wide swath shot at Amazon. Through global tax dodging, you damage public provision of health. Number two, education. Number three, housing, social security, and infrastructure. Can we throw anything else in there? Let's throw a bunch of other stuff in there because that's, I mean, let's just blame Amazon for that as well. Um, But you can kind of see where this is going. It's like, really? You're really going to do that? Is anybody going to take you seriously when you do this? Maybe some people will. I don't. I'm like, ah, nice. All right. So here is Amazon's response, and I kind of think this is funny. Amazon did not immediately respond to a query for comment. But in a statement to The Independent, it said, while as a large corporation, as a a large company, we welcome scrutiny from policymakers, the matters raised in this letter stem from a series of misleading assertions. All right. Yeah, I'm down with that. Misleading assertions by misinformed. All right. Self-interested groups. Oh, now here's the shot back. Self-interested groups who appear to be using Amazon's profile to further their individual causes. Basically, F you, all 400 guys. That's what they're saying. That's what that's where they're at. I thought this was a pretty interesting statement. Um, it was a pretty clean statement that kind of just drove right to the heart of the matter. You've got a bunch of self-interested groups. You've got a bunch of leaders out there who are like, well, let's hammer on Amazon. And I'm not a huge I'm not a huge, oh, I love big corporate. I love big, I don't. But I am a business guy. I'm a small business guy and I understand basic business concepts. And guess what? Most political leaders don't. Political leaders here in Seattle clearly have no clue. 
that's just what's going on. And now you've got it on a wide scale because guess what? Amazon is a wide scale company. So I think it's um, I think that last statement was um, it was it was pretty direct in a really kind of almost a backhanded way. But it really addressed also what's going on. You got a bunch of people who don't really know what they're talking about, making assertions that aren't true, based on bad information, mainly because they help these people's individual causes out. That's the way I see it. All right, I'm wrapping up this one. Thanks so much for joining in. Love to have you subscribe if you haven't. But if you don't want to, that's okay. Do your thing. Again, thanks for being here. Again, I'm Sean Reynolds from Summer Properties Northwest, Reynolds and Klein Appraisal. I will catch up with you guys in the next one. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.